Hello world, this episode of the podcast, Esoteric Gladiator, is episode number 10. I have my buddy Ross from Ross Talks, his podcast, Ross Talks, on, and he got me started in podcasting, so I felt it was only right that he'd be my first guest. We go down the rabbit hole on all different types of stuff. He had a lot of questions, I had a lot of answers. I hope that you guys really enjoy this podcast. It's my longest one so far. I really enjoyed doing it. I think you're going to like it. So sit back and enjoy. All right. Welcome to Esoteric Gladiator, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of shit. I got my friend Ross from Ross Talks on with me today. He uh, got me uh, started in the podcast game, and so I felt it was uh, only right for him to be my first guest. Ross, you want to go ahead and plug yourself? Yeah, I'm Ross, and I I'm, I love this podcast. Um, I am fascinated to like the maximum degree with what with uh, just everything you're into. I know basically nothing, but I uh, I really like hearing but you know something right i yeah something's ringing right true with me with a lot of what you say so i'm just here to get schooled i'm here for the master class uh i have a podcast of my own it's not it's not the same subject matter necessarily but uh anytime i get the chance to talk to you i'm i'm interested to uh make that happen so thanks for letting me come on your show yeah ross has had me on his podcast a few times We've gone deep, and uh, those are some good episodes. Yeah, they're really good. I, I think three times, I think, three you've times. been on. Ross so, Talks. Check, them check out. it out. So, what did you want to talk about? Yeah, so as as your listeners know, you you have like... We'll use the lingo that's out there. Although putting aside the negative connotations that, you know, I understand that it brings in the world of conspiracy theories and theorists, you sort of specialize in global elite Satanism and uh, like global agenda, globalization, all these things. It's kind of like your wheelhouse, although you do seem to have peripheral like knowledge of so many other things, too, which your the capacity with which you like have space in your brain for that is mind-boggling but i have i know sometimes i trip myself out i'm like how the fuck do i remember all that yeah yeah i don't know how you remember all of that but personally over the last i'd say five or six years as i've been more interested in podcasts as a consumer and with the advent of YouTube and how anyone can put a video on the internet, I have heard names and I have heard things in passing or in episodes that I've never dug into, but I know there's more there than, than what I know. And I know there's more there than what, is on you know in mainstream media so i want to know about those things and and specifically what i'm talking about is 
uh, a few things, and I'm just gonna rattle off a couple of things in my mind that I that I've locked away. Okay. And then and then you can kind of you can expound on any of these that you feel comfortable doing. And I'll erupt on the microphone no, like a volcano. Number one, Rothschild. I know that the Rothschilds uh, is a fam- a European family. Um, now Zionist. super rich. I think in the banking industry. Yes, that's all I know. Um, so the Rothschilds. Number two, the Queen of England. I know that they're connected. Okay, we'll get in. So that. okay, we'll get in. So the Queen of England. I have heard. This is what I've heard of the Queen of England. She is the, the English royalty is. In some people's minds, possibly the leaders of the globalization movement, uh, that nations, including nations like the United States, pay homage to this queen uh, because she basically has the axe in the hand. She can chop anybody she wants. The other thing about Off the queen. With the, hats. the other thing about the queen that I've heard is that she owns a ton of land in Denver. Uh, she owns more land than anybody else on the on the planet. But in the United States specifically, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, you look at the Denver airport with all the occult symbolism in it. Okay, I mean, there's murals all over that. Airport. And that takes me to number three, the Denver airport. I know only a little bit about the Denver airport. I feel like I know as much as 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 a lot of people know about it. It's just these mysterious. Occult paintings of a uh, of a police state, a technocratic government, which we're we're kind of starting to see unfold now, or at least uh, a lot of rumors are, are are definitely rising about that right now. So, yeah. Um, as far as the Rothschilds go, well, bef- uh, before we circle back, I got just a couple more. I I just okay. want to spill all that yeah, I, yeah. that I have. So we've got the Rothschilds, we've got the Queen of England, uh-huh. Denver Airport, uh-huh. back to people, the Bushes, and specifically um, specifically the Bushes, but then also like secondarily under those, the Skull and Crossbones uh, the skull Society, and bones. Skull yeah. and Bones yeah. Society of, of Yale, uh-huh. of those Ivy League schools up in New England. That has always had my interest because it's a... It's legit. It's a real secret. It's secret society at in university for the elite. That's legit, even though we don't know much about it. The next one is Bohemian Grove, which what I know okay. of Beho- Bohemian Grove is it is a compound in California, Northern California, Northern California, Redwoods. where Alex Jones years ago leaked snuck onto the property and leaked footage of some type of ceremony where supposedly yeah. millionaires and billionaires go every year as they like were sort doing of a quote-unquote mock sacrifice of an infant to a giant effigy called Moloch well Moloch is the old uh, Canaanite god of of uh, you know uh, the Canaanites were descendants of Cain they were into sacrificing uh, infants and children. They were into blood drinking, cannibalism, which, you know, 
Cain slew his brother Abel. God cast him from his homeland and told him he would be a vagabond and he would put a mark on him to wander the world the rest of his life where he would uh, never find a homeland. And uh, looking at like the elite ruling class now in a lot of these secret societies, I mean, they, they really don't have a homeland. We can't really pinpoint where they came from. Um, but if you look at like Cain and Abel, Cain slew Abel. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I have a theory and I've heard other people theorize to the fact that uh, when Eve took the apple from the serpent in the garden, Lucifer, that was a metaphor for, you know, serpent, phallus, dick. Uh, the apple was him planting his seed in her, which would have been Cain. And teaching her the art of fornication, which she taught Adam, and then uh, which is why they were ashamed when they found out they were naked because they'd been they found out why you know oh we could mix bodies together now. Um, they, she bore Cain, then she bore Abel, then Cain slew Abel. Um, Cain got cast from that land, and then the Canaanites were born. Well. As I said, Canaanites were into human sacrificing and uh, praising false idols and eating one another. Uh, so there you go, can a ball, you know. On top of it, they also worshipped ball. So can a ball, you know. So eating the flesh, Cain, Abel, can a ball. Uh, you know, linguistics go really deep with this. Uh, shit. Uh Okay, that's I only So have, that's where like Moloch and Baal and and these guys are claimed to be descendants of these ancient bloodlines. Uh some say they think they're Merovingian. Then you can go into like the blood types of these people which they say a vast majority of them are RH negative uh and uh, they believe that that was also uh their linkage to uh the divine. Oh my gosh. Okay, and the very last one mm -hmm. that I have got to know more about, it's everywhere, especially in America. And maybe only in America, I don't know. It's everywhere. It's in every big city, it's in every small town. Freemasons. Freemasons. Okay. I, I know that there are, I can tell you a quick story about Freemasonry. That is all of my experience. I came from a super small town in a super small part of the world, um, southern Illinois. There's a there's a Masonic temple pretty much in every town, small town. There's a Masonic temple in my town of 7,000. There's, a, there's Masonic, a big Masonic temple here in this there's town. There's a huge Masonic temple here. My father-in-law works for the, state, uh, for the city, street department. There's also, if you go up the road... 60, 90 miles, there's Mason County. Interesting. Yeah. So here's my experience with Masons. I know nothing except that they drive the little cars, you know, in the fair, in the parades. Yeah, the parades. Uh, Shriners. Shriners. Right? That's like a yeah. Mason leader yeah. or whoever. Uh, I know they do that. I know they raise money for St. Jude. Well, that, here you go. Fraternal order back to... Skull and Bones at Harvard and Yale, Fraternal Orders. Interesting. My father-in-law works for the street department in a small town in Franklin County, Southern Illinois. 
He, at one time, uh, like two years ago, I think, it was in the summer, and he was, I think, putting rock in the parking lot of this Masonic Lodge. Mm -hmm. He had to go in and use the bathroom, but the door in the front was locked. Dropping a deuce, blowing that motherfucker up. He just went around to the back door. Um, there was no one there. He didn't know if it would even be open uh-huh. and it was open. So he goes in and what he finds is he's not, he's in the lodge, but he's not in the lodge where they host events. He's in the back of that. That's not open to the public. That's where they have their meetings. They have their, whatever they do, the mace, whatever the masons uh-huh. do their, their hall. My father floor is not a sensationalist. He is not a liar. He uh-huh. is the most. In, uh, he's, a, he's, he's a straight shooter. A man of integrity. Yes. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. Like my stepdad. He told me that he walked in there looking for the bathroom and found himself in a room with a pentagram painted on the floor, uh-huh. thrones that were uh, arcing around one side of the pentagram, uh-huh. and then all of these like paintings. And figurines all over the room. And he said he knows people. You know, it's a small town. He knows people who are in the Masons. He knows. He knows. It's it's a part of everyday life in a small town. What he did not know was that they had all of this as a part of their regular ceremonies. And it's. And I have a friend who became a Mason. And he became a free. Wow. I have a friend who became a Freemason about five years ago. We played music together. He's actually one of the reasons I ever started playing guitar. Yeah, most Freemasons aren't aren't yeah. super high level. There's there's so a chain of command. He's right novice, right? Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, wow man, this is, seems and I've always felt like skeptical towards it because everybody's so secretive, you know, they have the handshake and whatever. It's just like to me it seems like And there's kitty. different handshakes yeah. too based on your level. And that's what I heard. And and I and to me it seems like that's kinda like that's kinda like the loser kid who who like goes to another town or goes to summer camp and makes up his own things that he thinks are cool and makes other people think what he does is cool. But in his hometown he's really not that cool. That's what it reminds me of, like a bunch of nerds getting together, trying to make each other. F- That's what it made me think of. Well, you look at a lot of like high-level government and people that own corporations. I mean, these guys are dorks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they, they you, you can't see how like I mean, who the fuck wanted to hang out with fucking Newt Gingrich or Dick Cheney? You know, I mean, like how much pussy were those guys getting? You know well, what I mean? so where I became like even more skeptical is this is a good friend of mine. Like a very good friend of mine. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, tell me some of the secrets. And he immediately was like, I am really not supposed to talk about anything. Like I have he had like a sponsor or a mentor or something. I don't know what it's called, but he has like the person A handler. A handler, yeah. And he's like, you know, right now I'm just going over what's expected of me and like plans for the next year and you know, like what we're gonna be a part of, but I'm like not really supposed to share any of that. And trust me, they'll find out. And I was like, how do you, what do you mean? I'm never going to tell anybody. What? Just tell me. I'll keep it a secret. He would not tell me yeah. anything. He well, wouldn't tell me anything. That's why when you hear people, you know, when you, when conspiracy theorists speak and they tell people stuff and 
people are like, oh, that's not possible. How would they keep it a secret? This and that, da 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 da. Well, when you get involved in these high-level fraternal orders, and even some low-level fraternal orders, um, you find out that if you're part of the Brotherhood, um, you get special treatment. That's to say that financially you'll be taken care of, um, and then you get, like, go higher up. And so you're going to keep a secret, you know, like the higher-up societies, you know, when you get to, like, you know, political, judicial, governmental levels and stuff like that. Now you're dealing with, you know, large sums of money. Um, when you get, you know, really high up, now you're you're dealing with uh, death threats and even larger sums of money. And, and uh, you know, the, the uh, how would you say, the integrity of countries and things like that so it's not really hard to keep a secret if you're making a ton of money or if you're making a fuckload of money and they're threatening you with death or torturing your family secrecy is relatively easy then and you know you look at the, the military and stuff a lot of the secrets the military keeps you know to certain people wouldn't really be volatile to uh protecting the state necessarily on some levels and even they keep these low-level secrets which a lot of times is i believe a test to see if a person can be trusted you know like the private doesn't know what the sergeant knows and the sergeant doesn't know what the corporal knows the corporal doesn't know what the captain goes and on and on and on so the chain of command is is it's relatively easy to keep secrets people that tell you oh yeah they just wouldn't be able to keep a secret it's because these people are small level. They don't think like people who have a, a, a formulated plan that are trying to take over massive amounts of the stock market, uh, corporation, real estate, or even global control. Okay, wow. So I've just laid out like the things that have been on my mind over the last few years. Let's. <clears throat> I want to walk back to the Rothschilds because okay. they come up in everything. They come up. They come up. Like in the news with celebrities, they come up in conspiracy theorists like yeah. episodes of podcasts. Yeah, what do they do, and why are they so such nefarious people in conspiracy theorists? Mind? Um, well, you know, y you can uh, trace it back to the Napoleonic War. I might get this a little bit messed up somehow, but it's it's along the gist of this. Um, the royal family were bankers. Uh, I believe uh, the Rothschilds were involved in media, so like newspaper, or, or they had links to like newspaper and and getting information out. So what? To my knowledge is, and if I butcher this, you know, forgive me. Um, Napoleon was at war. Uh, he won the war. They got information. They got it out that he lost the war. They immediately started selling all their stocks because they were high-level players in the stock market. Other people followed and started selling all their stocks. The Rothschilds went back, and they do this today, and, and which is 
what I think is, is going on with this COVID-19 thing, I think this is a massive land grab. It's going to be a real estate grab because real estate's going to drop. And then who's going to get all the real estate? Billionaires are going to come in and buy up all the real estate. So the stock market crashes. These guys buy up all the stocks. Napoleon comes back. It's They find out that he really won the war. The stock market just fucking explodes. These guys leave as the richest people in the world. They were linked wow. to the, they were bankers. They were linked to the royal family through banking because if you remember, um, you know, what's England and London in particular uh, famous for? Banking, right? Um, so we can fast forward. I believe it was around at the end of World War II. Uh, a lot of people speculate Adolf Hitler was a Rothschild. And if you watch a lot of these events, it's people funding both sides of wars to get specific uh, laws or land grabs or, or incredible amounts of finances uh, put in their bank accounts by funding both sides. So some people speculate that Adolf Hitler's grandma was a Rothschild or something like that. I don't know if it's true, um, but that... Uh, you know, we know the British royal family is German. It's Their family crest is written in German. And then you have, like, things that have came out in the media in the last 20 years with the prince dressing up like a Nazi or, you know, prince, you know, all, all the princes dressing up like Nazis. And then you find out their coat of arms is German. And then people will say, well, wh well why did they bomb you know, the Blitzkrieg in World War II, and it's like, yeah, how many royals died during that Blitzkrieg? None. Okay? It was a show. You know, most major events are shows. So um, they're, they're designed to for more control, more power, and, and more finances. Um, and then you look at, you know, Adolf Hitler rips through the United Nations or Europe at the time— and um, murders all these Jews. And uh, then what happens? They're able to establish a state of Israel because of, you know, they were able to garner sympathy. And I think, I'm not saying that that wasn't an event that should be worth sympathy. I, it's, it's, it was fucking horrific, you know? It's like one of the more horrific things that ever happened in human history. But um, at the same time, the people that died and were murdered in those. Um, you know, concentration camps, they were, they, it, they weren't murdered specifically off, you know, Aryan racism, which was part of it, but it was also, they were used as, um, as sacrificial lambs to start the Zionist Rothschild state of Israel now, where if you look at the flag of Israel, the flag of Israel has a hexogram on it. If you want to curse somebody, you cast a hex on them. Uh, the, the hexogram, it's not the Star of David, it's the hermetic symbol for as above, so below. And it is a, it's a Luciferian symbol. It's a six-pointed star with six triangles with a six-pointed hexagram in the center, 666. Um, so the Rothschilds, which are now not only going through and just committing genocide on the Palestinians, which is illegal to talk about in a lot of places in America for some reason now, 
which is not hard to figure out why when you look at Donald Trump marrying his daughter off to Jared Kushner, who is a Zionist, uh, part of the state of Israel. Um, so a lot of the presidents have kind of been in the, in, in the hand of, uh, of Israel. Um, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're not just slaughtering the Palestinians. Now they're going through to, um, you know, a lot of very religious Jews that speak out against the Zionists and call it a political movement and not a religious movement. And, and if it's political, it's a spiritual movement. Spiritual meaning they're involved in black magic, secret societies, occult worship, and so forth. So the Rothschilds took advantage of the media intentionally skew, I'm just trying to retrace they they skewed information in order to tank the economy exactly so that they could become so they could ultra scoop wealthy. in and and buy the stocks that they had okay and then it is through their wealth and the crown of England that they were able to establish they were a part of the Zionist movement establishing Israel as a nation yes. in the 40s yes so but they, they may be the wealthiest monetary family on the planet, but the person that owns the most of the globe is the Queen of England. I believe she owns somewhere like 43% or something like that. And whoever owns the most land is the most powerful. And you can trace this back to nature. When you look at a beehive, it's the queen bee. Well, if, if we live on this earth, this hive mentality, well, queen bee, queen of Britain, bee. Wow. Okay, before I go to her, uh, one, so... Just one point of of interest. It sounds like the Rothschilds' uh, ancestry, taking it to Napoleon's era, taking advantage of the media in order to tank the economy to make billions and trillions. That seems like a scumbag thing to do. They've been doing it in the stock but, market here for years. But what makes them uh, such evil figures? Like, what about them is so... Uh, dark that I hear a lot of conspiracy theorists mention. I'm like they come up. When, well, I mean, when people talk look about at that. They, 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 behind the fucking mass genocide of supposedly their own people, you know, to to formulate a a state of Israel, and again with the hexagram, like you said, the pentagram on the floor of the Masonic Lodge, these are portals for demonic entities to enter. So these guys have a demonic portal on their flag, you know. So this is is for uh, these guys to unleash their uh, entities on the world, which. Now, fast forward to this point now, these guys want to um, to rebuild Solomon's temple. And, um, you know, Solomon was a man who, who dabbled with false idols and spiritual stuff, and he was into all kinds of crazy shit. So, you know, these guys want to rebuild Solomon's temple, and... Uh, that's like a, a, a symbol for them that the prophecies are in alignment with, you know, their sick, weird cult. So they are essentially... A lot of people speculate that the, 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 the building of Solomon's temple has to do with a technocratic society and, and turning people into AI 
uh, robots based off of, you know, the shit that, that, that's kind of going on right now, like this whole global pandemic, you know, we're going to lock the globe down. We're going to, we're going to install 5g everywhere. You know, anytime you reinstall a new G, 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, so forth, people get sick. You know, our, you know, we're electromagnetic beings. So, you know, our body responds to frequencies. This is not something our body through thousands of years of evolution is, uh, you know, really great at adapting to. It's like a massive jolt of electromagnetic mag magnetic frequencies through our biology and our, on a cellular level, our cells get sick and, you know, they, they form mucuses and, 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 and there's, you know, they have it, which, which manifests in, in our, in our bodies as, as uh, like flu like symptoms. So they get the 5g going now. And then you get, you know, players like Bill Gates and all these mass vaxxers that have, you know, that and Bill Gates started out as a fucking, uh, as, as a computer guy, right? Guy couldn't even fucking fix, you know, protect your computer from viruses, but he's some type of altruist that's going to, you know, save the, the, the human body from viruses. Meanwhile, he's been raping and pillaging his way across Africa, getting all the kids sick off his vaccines, infecting people with polio. And I've said this before, ask black people how much they trust rich white people helping them. In, in, their, in their history, how many rich white people have really helped them out? Come on, that's like the first sign that this guy's fucked up. So to the technocratic society, so you got Bill Gates, who's a, who's a computer wizard, and then he moved to people like Mark Zuckerberg and Google and all these people in YouTube, and you look at how they've been policing the airwaves and the internet and, and, and silencing people and deplatforming people and demonetizing people and tampering with the amount of views. So these guys are all in it together. So you 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 open up 5G you mandatory vaccines the vaccines have nanotechnology in them uh computer chips which they inject into your body these computer chips know how to assimilate to your biology which means they go through your bloodstream they connect to your muscle tissue and go throughout your body and they can uh, create transmissions into your physical being and your 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 neural pathways and nervous system and things like that they you know tune 5g to a specific frequency or whatever and boom now you're a fucking ai mind control slave which goes back to what the satanic agenda is and, and satanism is a broad term for what i refer to as a lot of the occult um you know zionist would be a form of satanism uh but the satanic church in general they're the high level satan satanism is involved in transhumanism which is is um creating a fusion between biology and technology and uh basically man playing god and creating his own simulation or his own you know, you know, now we can make people eternal, we can download them into into hard drives and they can live forever and you know man wants to play god and, and, you know, here you go with, you know, global shutdown. Let's say you get the uh, nanotechnology 5G all over the planet. Well, now your, 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 your global uh, conglomerate and, and evil plan is worked. And uh, now you've got what I would call a, uh, a technological Tower of Babel. And if you go back to the Tower of Babel, what was that about? It was man trying to play God, 
uh, you know, getting everybody together, formulating one language, one religion, one school of thought. They were going to build a tower that went into the, the, the kingdom of heaven, and they were going to prove that they were as powerful as God. Well, what did God do? God came down, smacked the shit out of that tower, made it crumble, spread people across the land, and, and scattered the languages. And I see that happening again. And I'm not speaking from a Christian perspective. I'm speaking from a perspective of, of all religions and all nations people across the world they have very similar stories involving shit like this these people are going to try and do this shit again it's old news they've been doing it for centuries there's been many resets on this globe and these people will be smacked down to size again they're playing god it's it's the electrical or uh, the technological fucking tower of babel that they're trying to do and so the rothschilds are a part of that yes of that they believe elite group of people who are sort of who um, who are orchestrating this yeah the Zionists are trying to re-erect the 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 the, uh, the uh, kingdom of Solomon or the temple of Solomon to uh, bring in this techno technological okay okay so here so at least that's my understanding but to move on but, but what I, I know the more I know the less I know because I have more questions every time I learn something new. right well, that's the nature of it so I got a question about the royal family what is significant about the the prince leaving do you, you know about that prince uh what was it? yeah uh, ha- Harry was Harry, it I don't know Harry yeah Prince Harry and Meghan his wife Meghan Markle they moved to Canada okay. and are essentially divorcing themselves from, or at least at least okay. dis- distancing yeah. themselves. Well, and it's important. It's important too. Back to the Rothschilds, I believe this was in like, you know, sixteen, seventeen hundreds when all this shit happened with these guys. I mean, they had control or they had big influence on newspapers and getting information out there. So, I mean, that's proof there. I mean, this is hundreds of years ago that, you know, information has always been theater. That, that, that when, it, when it comes to the elites, it's always been theater. So this, this to me, just seems like a theatrical move by these people. Uh, what are they, they're going to go to Canada, uh, you know, a place where, you know, the queen was able to, uh, you know, just... Uh, transport massive amounts of native children out of that country you know and they they, they even uh, convicted her or uh uh found her guilty in a court of law of doing this stuff and she'd been doing it for years and this you guys can look this up online so that right there they're giving her leeway to just go into native people and uh you know kidnap their the children for their weird fucking sex and blood drinking rituals it's. I just find it kind of. It's. It's more theater for me that the prince is doing this. They're gonna make him look mm. like he's an outlaw, and then later, later, you know, the queen's gonna die or whatever. You know, and then he's gonna come back as the savior. I'd. I'd heard that before that the world's gonna go into chaos, and then the prince, the noble prince that took off from the royal family, will be resurrected as the savior of the world because he wasn't part of that evil family anymore. Okay. Here's so. Here's a question. And you know everybody wants a savior. This one is peripherally related to the royal family. The Gates family, uh, the royal family, the Bushes. Well, let me start here. What is adrenochrome 
are all of these families using adrenochrome? What is it for? Who's using it specifically? And how do they get it? Because I, I think I, it's from like, let's see, adrenochrome is, is like a, you get it from I'll break, kids. Yeah, I'll break it all down. Break that down for me. Because I've heard that come up a lot. So adrenochrome is, uh, yeah, it's derived. F- they prefer the blood of innocence, you know, like in you, you, a lot of, uh, you know, old movies, medieval movies and stuff where they got to sacrifice the virgin. They want the virgin's blood right. or whatever. Um, the, the blood of innocence uh, is is what they want because it, it, it represents purity. So the way they, to my knowledge, um, they they torture the children or the infants or whatever, and uh, adrenaline is released into the bloodstream, and then they drain the blood. Um, And the blood full of adrenaline is supposed to give them like an out-of-body experience high. Um, And back to the royal family, I mean, you've got... Uh, what the fuck is his name? The guy that was married to to Princess Diana, her husband. I don't remember his name. I know you're. I don't know his name. Either, yeah. But. Well, him. Uh, he is. You know, out of his own mouth is is proud descendants of Vlad the Impaler, the the original Dracula, and um, and then they also have Elizabeth Bathory and their family who uh, took pride in bathing in the blood of her servants. Uh, and um, there's a specific disease, I forget what it's called, um, I, it's on the tip of my tongue, where um, you have an addiction to blood, and it's, it's a vampiric disease, which, you know, is where the le- legends of vampires and werewolves, lycanthropy and things of that nature um, come from. These people are, are known for that, um, and, and there's even uh, the disease that's linked to vampirism is chronicled in in uh the uh royal family itself so you know you get the queen transporting little kids out of canada who's convicted in a court of law for this i mean what the fuck are they doing with the kids um and then you got the united states eight hundred thousand children a year go missing you know and like only like a few hundred thousand get found um, and then where are all the bodies? And then you got all these celebrities in Hollywood and all these politicians and all these fucking weirdos all over the planet. You know, people like Madonna and, and you got Kim Kardashian making blood masks and Lady Gaga making perfumes from blood and people like Marina Abramovich doing uh, spirit cooking, which, by the way, Bill Gates just dropped a commercial for Marina Abramovich. Um, and it was basically chased off of social media. So who is that? Marino Bravamich is, I believe she's Romanian or Czechoslovakian or some from somewhere in Europe. She's basically the modern day whore of Babylon. She wears the red dress, which is spoken of in, in the ancient texts, which is what the whore of Babylon would, would wear. If you look at a lot of her photographs, the symbolism she uses, you know, red dress, holding a severed goat's head. She's always dealing with blood, carving pentagrams into she, her stomach. She, 
Really? Yeah, she was very close with the Podestas and the Clinton Foundation, and now she's working with Bill Gates, who who's the front man for for medicine right now, Doctor Fauci, who's also part of the Clinton, you know, in with the Clinton Foundation and the Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, all these all these key players. It's amazing how this energy just kind of collects. It's just like the scum just formulates together. So. Bill Gates puts this this commercial of Marina Abramovich, the high-level satanic witch, whore of Babylon, modern-day Semiramis, and the fucking thing gets like 80,000 dislikes and like 600 likes. They deleted the commercial. They thought that everybody, they're so out of touch with humanity, they thought that people would just fall for their bullshit because, you know, it's media, it's filmed all good, you got all these fucking rich shitbags trying to talk like, oh, it's all art, this and that. So they thought they could seduce people, but what they're not realizing now is, is people are on to media. I mean, there's a great documentary that just came out called Out of the Shadows, it was filmed by some really credible people. It just came out in the last week. It goes through massive media manipulation. And so adrenochrome is uh, it's derived from the blood of children. It's, it's centuries and centuries old. You look at people like Henry Kissinger, who's now back on the scene. The guy's in his fucking 90s. He's as fat as a house. You know, people at that weight have heart attacks in their mid-30s. This guy's in his 90s. He looks like the fucking penguin from Batman. Who who did you say? Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. Yeah, he What's worked he with Nixon and all those guys. He's a fucking tyrant. You just look at a lot of the shit he's been involved. He's behind all this shit. Some say he was a mentor to Barack he's Obama. He's 96. Yeah, 96 years old, as fat as a house. He's got crooked eyes and Chinese face reading. Harvard grad. Yeah, Crooked eyes mean crooked, crooked heart. So you know, or and and and, and one of his eyes, he's got a lazy eyes, which a lot of times means uh, he has uh, he's possessed. That's just based off ancient Chinese face reading. Um, and I found there's dualistic meanings for all crooked eyes. You know, some people you know got really weird, wonky, crooked eyes, which a lot of times means emotional imbalances, psychopathy, and so forth. Uh, Henry Kissinger, I mean, you can tell who they are by the fruits they bear, right? You, you can read a person by the fruits they bear. So Adrenochrome is... He's a Nobel Peace Prize winner, Of course, by the way. and so is so Barack Obama, even though he dropped more missiles on the planet than any standing president, you know? It's like, <laughs> that's the way these guys work in these, these occult secrets. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they have, you know, ceremonies for, you know, knighting scoundrels and... The prince, the the queen's uh, jubilee, diamond jubilee. They do all these fucking ceremonial things to tout these people like they're great people, but lo and behold, they're fucking scoundrels. And back to the Ivy League colleges. I mean, they just tout these colleges as they're just so amazing. And this guy got a doctorate and a diploma from this college. And then you find out later. These guys are involved in these fucking sick secret societies that are doing satanic rituals and, 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 and demonic rituals and involved in, in uh, you know, homosexual sex magic. I don't have a problem with homosexuality. These guys aren't doing it because they're gay. They're doing it because it's part of their uh, sex rituals, which involve uh, blood, 
uh, fecal matter, urine, and uh, sperm, and and uh, spit, and and breast milk. So Ooh. they believe by drawing these fluids, you're 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 getting uh, energies from uh, different forces in nature, and these are their sacraments. It's it's their way of doing self torture to themselves, you know, because self sacrifice, because you know. War is just a massive blood so human have, sacrifice. So, so they want to sacrifice well, pieces of themselves as well. So they have gay sex with each other involving blood and shit yeah. and spit. And what Sperm. does that do? What 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 well, in their what, what's eyes, their goal for that? In their eyes, that's their that's their penance. For, and is this the kind of stuff that happens with Bohemian Grove stuff? Uh, well, I would assume that, a lot of the members uh, of the Bohemian Bro- Grove have taken part in it. Yeah, I know for a fact they have because, you know, the Bushes, you know, all these guys. Ronald Reagan worked under George uh, or worked. He was the president, but he worked under fucking George Bush Senior. Um, the the guy that shot. Ronald Reagan was linked to the Bush family. I forget his name. Uh, his name's on the tip of my tongue. But he was his family was friends with the Bush family. If Reagan would have died, that would have meant George Bush would have been the president earlier. Um, and they wanted to get Reagan out of the way. Um, but, um, yeah, you look at, like, uh, orders like the Knights Templar. Their original logo was two male knights riding one horse. I mean, what's the symbology of that? You know, the horse in movement, a man behind a man, it's like simulates ass fucking. You know, if you're going to show Whoa. if you're if you're going to show up as a tough knight, are you going to show up with me hugging your back or are you going to show up with a couple of chicks on your fucking horse? You know what I mean? Right. So it's is it like a humiliation and dominance thing? It's that as well. I mean, you think about it, these these guys all come from wealthy socio-psychopathic families where they have endless sums of money that in these families have endless sums of power and they've been reigning for hundreds if not thousands of years. So they break them from, you know, infancy up, childhood up, you know? And, uh, you know, repetition, you know, you're getting molested as a child. I mean, so eventually that this becomes your way of expressing things. You know, eventually you get to the place where, well, now you get to rape people. Now you get to dominate. You know what I mean? So these fucking, you know, secret society motherfuckers are just trying to ass fuck the world right now. It's just one big global ass fuck for the elites. They're trying to butt fuck us all. Um. Wow. That's in comical terms. So these secret society party ceremony things are very sexualized, and uh, is is that true? Like the it's so back why, to the... why why is why is sex so interrelated with the with these elite folks and well and ceremony? There's well, a few is... reasons. Um, because. Just like with anything, there's never one thing. So whenever I hear people saying not everything is a conspiracy, bullshit. We live in a world of duality. That's the nature. That's the natural law of shit. Everything has multiple meanings. So everything is a conspiracy, right? You know, uh, we get together to talk. We also get together because we want our podcasts 
to be successful. We also want information to get out there. We want people to spread that information. I mean, it's just just multitude of of reasons why we do everything in life. And the same goes with the sexual stuff. I mean, sex in 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 like what I would perceive as like loving terms would be like the highest state of of our you know our body vibrating at this heightened state you know sure. our senses are you know so yeah. and and if and if we are you know humans that you know carry vibrations i mean clearly you know we're electromagnetic beings i mean and and science even says everything's made of vibrations and what is music? It's a vibration. Even the Bibles in the beginning was the word. Words are vibrations. So we, we're in this heightened sense of vibrations, expressing love and all this. I mean, so there's that. So, you know, sexuality also in like primal terms. I mean, you, you kind of it's kind of an out of body experience a lot of times. I mean, you lose track of time. Um, That's true. Like. Um, there is no, there's no way, at least, I mean, in my experience, like sex is you sort of enter into this experience that is, like you said, it's divorced from time. It's you, your body is functioning differently. There's a, like your, your the not to be like yeah weird, you get like lost the, in the being, rhythm being aroused it, the like, vibration yeah like you're 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 lost there yeah not yeah. not in a bad way you're just you're like i, I mean so i've had out of body experiences during intimacy. It, and it would be weird to to have sex or try to have sex with someone and feel like you're having your your morning coffee or something, something very mundane. It, that would be, I think everyone would say that would be a, an odd, an oddity for for to be to be having sex and feeling well. Well, I mean, mundane or or I mean, it's or regular. Sex is is and sexuality is a normal bodily function. I mean. You know, a lot, you think about it, you know, when you're a teenager, if you didn't freaking jerk off, you felt like your head was going to explode, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it is a normal bodily function to a certain extent. And, and a lot of these elites, they know it. And, and also, it's a form of domination. It's a form of control, mind control. If you start uh, sexually uh, abusing young children, it fucks them up for life. It leads to things like... Uh, disassociative uh, personality disorder, multiple personality disorder, um, and and then it perverts uh, these these people. All these people are never the same for the rest of their lives because of this. I mean, you look at you know girls that were molested as children, either once or repeatedly. Either they're hypersexual or they don't like sex at all. Really, they're scared of sexuality because it was abused. The other thing about it that I wonder if it's connected is the idea of, um, the, well, the idea of like what happens with drugs or even like with anything. Really, uh, you need a better version of or a more exciting version of X. Like if you're poor, if you're poor, but on New Year's Eve, you get. A bottle of Andy champagne. Uh huh. It's six bucks. Yeah. But you're poor. That's kind of a nice. That's yeah. a nice moment. You're a baller on you're a budget. Champagne. You yeah. know. If you're, 
if you're if you have forty million dollars in the bank, uh-huh. there's not a day in your life where, where not, that would be special. Yeah, totally. You gotta have. You got to have the freaking Don Perignon, you know. Yeah, and that goes back to the psychology of just being a human, man. I mean. Well, and that makes me wonder about the sex things. Like you go here, I'll break it down right now. You go back to to like, let's take a look at Eddie Murphy when he first started out as a comedian. The dude was the hottest thing on the fucking stage with the microphone, right? Pussies being thrown at him from every angle, right? Next thing you know, fast forward a few years, he's getting caught down in freaking Hollywood banging trannies. I mean, the dude fucked everything that walked, you know? So he started out, you know, fucking chicks. And then, you know, he has every bit of, uh, you know, monetary success. He could have anything he wants. And then eventually he gets bored of fucking women. So now he's banging trannies. And it makes you so a good. And so it happens with these people. A good example is Tommy Lee just did an interview, drummer for Motley Crue, for those who don't know. How could you not know? But uh, So Tommy Lee has lived a very wild life. Uh, As far as his drug use goes, he said he knew he had a problem with cocaine whenever he could do a a bump and go to sleep. Uh, But as far as sex goes, he is like one of the most iconic, sex symbols in American history for men as far as men are concerned and he said in an interview somebody just plain straight up asked him like what's the craziest thing you've ever done and and they were talking about that and he was like have you ever uh like done anything with guys and he's like yeah he's a fucking rock star he's of like he yeah and he's like what why why are you gay? would you consider yourself bisexual or gay and he said no and he goes, why? And he goes, I was bored. Just trying to see well, if something can, can get it going. Look like at, like, David Bowie. Him and Iggy Pop were lovers. Mick Jagger and all. The, you know, these, yeah. these, this is like a this is like an old But it's like, makes me wonder. Stars. So the that guy, so Tommy Lee, super rich, you know. He's touring the world. He's got fans. But at some point, the buck does stop. And, and there is... There is a difference between him and say like the Rothschilds or the Bushes or yeah. so like for those people who it could be possible that literally nothing is off the table as far as so, access goes. So yeah, there's there is no boundaries with these people. I mean, you, you think about it, it's like they're 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 draining the taxpayer dollars. They're making all these laws. You know, they're 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 misappropriating funds. They're crashing stock markets. They're they're favoring uh, corporations. They're they're just doing the most heinous, just unforgivable acts all across the globe. They're rich as could be. They got a ton of power, and it's not enough. Now they got to implement some global tech technocracy where they got to implement chips into us and 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 link us into a fucking mainframe hub where we're ai biological robots you know i mean and then and then what then what's what's after that you know it's like just the depravity never ends you go from like you said fucking hot chicks to orgies next thing you know you're butt fucking your drummer from fucking motley Crue. right yeah, and at, out of sheer like boredom of like this other stuff, I'm kind of wearing it out. Let's just see what the 
let's see where this next taboo thing can get me. But if that if that next taboo thing, if if you're at the point where you're like, I'm having I'm I'm flying to an island to have sex with teenage girls. Yes. And what? sex is used as, as a tool of bribery for the elites. So they know if they've got you on film fucking a teenage girl or a seven-year-old little boy from fucking Bulgaria or wherever they're shipping in their, these little poor little kids, you know, that now they got you on film. Now, now you can be bribed yeah. because they can, they, can, they can destroy your reputation. And then and even beyond that, like let's say— They do it with judges all the time. They, hey, you were on my island. I seen you. I got films of you butt-fucking that boy. You are not going to pass that law. Yeah. If you do— you're going to be known as a pedophile all over the country. And then right? also with the, like, f- for those people who do that, like the Bill Clintons, what is the next taboo thing for him? Like, it's not what Tommy Lee's was. It's, that's not what, what his, there, there, his, yeah, like, it gets, how, it, and by that I mean like, it, it's got to be crazy. It you gets know? to the point where like, you can't really, it goes beyond taboo. It goes to just this n- neurosis, this neurological disorder where you can't be satisfied no matter what. So, again, if Bill Gates gets his technocratic society, will the guy ever be satisfied? Fuck no. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. The guy couldn't, again, couldn't protect your computer from viruses, but now he's the world authority, the global authority on how to... Uh, give proper vaccinations to uh, children all across the globe and protect them from viruses. Wake the fuck up. The only an idiot, only a dumb fuck believes that. Like, give me a break. Is it possible that with all of his money, like, that he has, it is it possible that it truly could be a philanthropic, like, effort? He... Fuck no. It's not even possible. Hell no. His dad was a eugenicist, worked for the Rockefellers. He was a lawyer behind, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood and, you know. um, Which was racist. Which, well, yeah. And people don't realize the eugenics, the, you know, Planned Parenthood has uh, killed more black babies than uh, anything in the world. Yeah, people don't. What was her name? Do you remember her name? The lady who started Planned Parenthood. What was her name? It wasn't Roe versus Wade, was it? No, that no. was way after. This was like the twenties. Do you know about this story? There's a woman who founded Planned Parenthood. I don't. Remember she her was name. a known racist who I know this founded story, Planned Parenthood uh-huh. with the with the purpose of putting the facilities in black, yep, low income neighborhoods, and saying since fathers are leaving, was she a Huxley? No, I'll look it up after I get... I'll look it up here in a second. I'll tell him. Um, she set these up in black neighborhoods in the third... I think it was the 30s or maybe 40s because she said since black men and women can't seem to stay together, black women are have no chance of raising kids. So when they get pregnant, you know what? Let's yeah, just set up these facilities control. and let's go ahead and abort these babies 
since it'll be it, that'll be best for everyone. We don't need a bunch of bastardized well, black kids on the show. That was literally yeah. the purpose. Yeah. Well, and then you fast forward to Bill Gates. I mean, the guy's talked about population control on numerous times. He's even said straight the fuck out, vaccines will help with population control. His father was a eugenist, right? G- eugenicist. And and fucking Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger, exactly. Yeah, she was a racist. Um and uh you know, so is it possible people with that kind of money uh, could be philanthropic? Uh, sure, but here's the thing. is the, the, As the old saying goes, money is the root of all evil, which you and me know it's not. It's, it's an energy, but it just seems like people with the most money do the most evil things. You know, mm. it's, it, and that's where that statement comes from. Is there anyone, to your knowledge, who is super wealthy, who, who does have— incredible amount of power that's not that is like a good person man i mean or maybe those not people, not on a level like where you know they're like high level i mean there's no, a lot of people think uh and these guys were fucked up people too you know saddam hussein and, and uh, muammar Gaddafi we're doing a lot of good things for the, for their people with, with the money. They'd established a lot of good things. These guys were bad men. I posted something on my Facebook a long time ago that the world needs bad men to protect them from even worse men. And it's kind of true. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'd look at the Navy SEALs as, as like heroes, and a lot of them are, but they got to go do bad things to become heroes, right? You know, they got to go out and they got to murder people and, and blow buildings up and shit like that to become heroes, right. you know. So the world does need bad men to protect them from worse men. Mm. And I don't remember where I heard that statement, but that's not my it's original statement. Thought. I just it just really resonated with me. It's an interesting thought for sure. So what draws do these people find themselves in massive amounts of wealth and then find their way into Satanism or do they do they find Satanism and then through that cult-like uh, experience find themselves wealthy? Well, this is what I think. I think there's many different la- uh, levels of Satanism. You know, I think there's many different orders of Satanism. I think uh, when dealing with these wealthy families, the Rothschilds, uh, the royal family, the Vatican, the popes, and all these these type of people. These guys were born into it. And I think we can trace all of this shit back to, again, the Canaanites and these type, you know, Kazarians, uh, Sabbatizetti and Sabbateanism. Uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, old cultures Sodom and Gomorrah that practice these type of things and it's it's just part of their lineage right you know it's part of of and and then if we look at what lineage is on on a, a scientific level there's it's proven that we have cellular memory so you know a, a lot of people would say that you know our ancestors our ancestry is encoded in our DNA, which means we may be carrying ghosts from our great, 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 great grandfather or whatever. So if that's the case, <clears throat> a lot of these people 
It's 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 in their nature to be like this. Um, you were asking about the Rothschilds and and their ceremonial stuff. I mean, there was photos from the seventies, I believe it was, of a Rothschild uh, masquerade ball, which was a satanic gathering. And you look at like the masks and some of the things that that represent uh, multiple personality or duality. It's all this occult symbolism in a lot of these masks and. And then you fast forward to uh, the filming of the movie Eyes Wide Shut by Stanley Kubrick, where they have that masquerade ball, which Tom Cruise sneaks into. Uh, that particular scene was filmed at a Rothschild mansion. It was a satanic ceremony. Oh. So, yes. Wow. And Stanley Kubrick was known for wanting strict privacy of his filmings. So... A lot of people think Stanley Kubrick was trying to expose these people, which I'm inclined to believe because a lot of the scenes from that movie didn't make it into the film, and Stanley Kubrick died within months of the of the release of that movie. And yeah, he was in his 80s, but a lot of people speculate that it was really under strange circumstances. His daughter spoke about it, and other people just said that it was really weird but you know you look at a movie like Eyes Wide Shut which just basically fucking you know he he filmed that scene in a Rothschild mansion which essentially he dropped that movie he betrayed one of the most powerful you know families in the world they loaned him his, their mansion I watch this movie. and 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 then he used it and then he gave up their secrets of of uh, sexuality and sacrifice and secret societies and for a lot of people that watch that movie who pay close attention, you know, we can see the symbolism in that movie. Um, and there's also historical significance to some of the scenes in that movie um, where the, 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 the shop owner was like Russian or something and he was pimping his daughter out to uh, these Chinese uh, businessmen and stuff like that right there you know you're like in these cults you're 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 allowing your your children to be pimped out to other members of these cults and mm. and we know that the Lee family is one of the 13 royal bloodlines so the Lees are Chinese and it's clear that the Clintons were working with the Chinese I mean that's where where'd her all her fucking emails go you know and 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 then now you got like this whole global thing. Oh, the the virus came from Wuhan, China. Well, did it come from fucking bat soup, or did it come from a biological um, creation in a lab? Oh no, it came from a Harvard uh, teacher and his Chinese students, and they caught him in Wuhan, China. So well, now we link it back to a fraternal. Uh, university again. These guys are in play, and then, and then, you, and then you link it to. Oh well, they they released five G first in Wuhan, China, where all these deaths are happening. Um, you know, it, it just again scum collects in these same fucking areas constantly. It's just. It's never in. You gotta follow the fucking patterns, man. It's it's and people who don't, you know, when you get in arguments with specific people, you know, these idiots, they haven't fucking done an hour of research, let alone the thousands of hours of research somebody like myself has done. 
And so it's like it's like arguing with a fucking cardboard box. You know, it's like yeah. what well, we, we, and 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 lately, my way of getting all this out has been podcasting. It's because I found that you just can't. You know, if your own family members know you and they know that you're into this shit and you're studying it all the time and they won't listen to you, how are you going to get a stranger to listen to you? Right. You know what I mean? But it's working because, again, you go back to that commercial Bill Gates dropped with that fucking satanic witch Marina Abramovich. Fucking, they get they chase that commercial offline. I mean, she in that in that yeah. in that one video of her pouring blood all over that thing and spirit cooking. She's got gallons and gallons of blood. Where the fuck did she get all that blood? Oh, maybe the Clintons helped her out, or one of the global elites that you see her hanging out with. That's creepy for sure. You know, and then and then and then you go to like the spirit cooking parties and and the Hollywood Hills with people like Will Ferrell, Gwen Stefani, fucking, you know, these all these famous uh Hollywood elites and they're all part of these parties and shit. Lady Gaga talking about how limitless and boundless Marina Abramovich is and how spiritual she is and how she's her student and 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 basically, she's just uh, Marina Bramovich is fucking one of Lady Gaga's hand- handlers. But again, you go back to when is it enough? It, it's boundlessness. Mm-hmm. Crowley, Alistair Crowley, you know, boundlessness. You know, he just anybody he you know came into contact with, a lot of them wound up dead. You know, and and they, they always tout him how he was just this amazing magician, and and he was a powerful magician in a lot of ways. But was he a good? Was he working? the light i tend to think not you know what w- did was his practices was he ardent it was was he obsessed sure did he did he have breakthroughs sure could you learn some things from him sure but do you want to learn the dark shit from the guy fuck no you don't these guys are boundless there is no fornication there is no deprivation level of depravity that satisfies or satiates these guys because at the end, I believe they are. It goes back to a spiritual level. Like we can get into the Planet Parenthood spirituality, spiritual aspects of this too. It goes back to spirituality and and false idols and demonic possession and opening your temple to uh, demonic uh, de- demonic entities and things of that nature. I mean. Again, and in, in, in the Bible, it says, you know, we're not dealing with flesh and blood. We're dealing with, with s- s- demonic spirits and principalities and things of that nature. And when you look at how, how can a human, you know, drink piss and shit or, or drink an infant's blood or fuck an infant, you're like, is that even a human anymore? I mean, what, what is in this person's body? Oh, well, they're just sick and crazy. That goes beyond sickness and craziness, right? And then you go back to what we were talking about earlier with Planned Parenthood. The spiritual ramifications and implications of that is sacrificing your firstborn, which goes back to the Canaanite tribes and Moloch and Baal and all these things. Mm. You know, that's the spiritual aspect of this. And then, and then we can go back to the financial aspect of this. People think that, oh, they're just doing this out of the kindness of their heart. What do you think they're doing with the stem cells and the and, 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 and the organs and the things of these infants? What do you think? They're not donating that to science and they're not utilizing that for the elites and figuring out how to make people like Henry Kissinger live longer and 
the queen live till she's fucking 300 years old or whatever. You released a podcast. I think it was number seven on numerology. And it. Which, what? I didn't plan it to be number seven. It just. I'm at a point now where I've. I've tuned myself with natural law and yeah, the occult. It just comes. It's like it, my life just happens like that. Well, I was very. I found that if you have not, if you're listening to this now and you haven't listened to that, listen to that one because it was. I was really, really proud of that podcast. Actually, you did a great job. On I it. crammed so much information in thirty seconds. I 30 wanted minutes to know, uh, as we end this, po- a tour, or you know, the last thing I wanted to ask you was if if we could on the air do my numbers is sure. it possible because i would i would love to know i found a, a chart online that that will sh- you know your life path yeah we'll do we'll do your life path okay what do you need to know because i uh, have a, a chart here i can tell you the numbers associated with each well we'll, we'll need quickly. the day you were born the okay. month you were born and uh, all four numbers of the year you were born we sh- we can pause the podcast. Um, I told people in, in, in my numerology podcast how to do it, so if you want to do that, you're going to have to go back and listen to my numerology podcast um, to uh, get up to date with how to find out your life path number. It also teaches you about gematria, which is letters, the numeric value of letters. So I'm going to pause this podcast. We're going to do the addition of his life path, and then we'll tell you his life path. Yes. Okay, we're back. So, Ross's life path number is 30, which breaks down to 3. The number 30 is quite a special number and occurs often in certain patterns in our lives. For example, one month has an average of 30 days. Half a minute is 30 seconds. Television commercials are usually 30 seconds. The age of 30 is an important milestone in many persons' lives. The number 30 can also be reduced to its root by adding the two digits together, 3 plus 0 equals 3. This means that apart from the vibrations of the number 30, it also carries with it the vibrations of the number 3, as well as the number 0, and the effects of these two digits on one another. 30 in numerology signifies creative expression as well as social cohesion. Persons carrying this life path number tend to be very creative and encourage a lot of those in others as well. Apart from being effective communicators and artists, they will be highly supportive of the same endeavors of their peers. They are filled with zeal whenever people around them are pursuing artistic activities. Persons with this life path number will be happy to find that their social situations also inspire creativity in them. This creativity and social motivation have a mutually beneficial relationship that tend to support and go hand in hand with one another. And there you go. I mean, Ross has been communicating creatively on his podcast, Ross Talks. He wasn't happy until he got me podcasting, had me on his podcast, got me podcasting. I mean, spreading his creative zeal. And in his in his job, he works with 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 you know dysfunctional teenagers, and he tries to inspire them, and and he's a great communicator, and he's fucking a great wrestler and martial artist, and that's crazy, right? man. That described our relationship. Yeah, totally. Uh, wow. And, 
And my life path number is 33. I'm, I'm the highest of the master numbers, which, by the way, just because you're a master number doesn't mean, oh, you're just so blessed. In fact, I beg to differ. I believe the master numbers have a challenging life path, especially if they go into the mastery of the other numbers. My, my number is the master teacher number which would be why i know all this fucking crazy shit with the occult and and it's heavy information and it's and it's hard because as a 33 your job is to to try and and bring the information to people and and unite people through love and understanding well i remember you saying there's like a a, a dark path and a light path for those who know, like you can get how you described yeah. it, but there's like, I can be the six or I can be the 33. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or a little I, bit of both. And I, thought, and I have been both. Sure. Yeah. You, well, that's like what you said lately. You've been 33 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You, if, leaning if, if, into if the that. proof of my podcast and my daily meditations and prayers and, you know, martial arts practices and diet and, and, you know, learning and teaching aren't, you know, proof of that, then yeah. I, I don't know what is. Yeah, no, it's it's uh that when you described your number, it made perfect sense to me, having known you for as little as I have. I, like, yeah, this guy, that's you. That's what you, a student teacher, that's what you are. And you mentioned that like often the best teachers are the best students. Oh, one hundred percent. And you know, in order to become you know, fluent in this material, you have to be a good student, you know, the way that you clearly have been over for years. Uh, and even student of life. Yeah. Student of life. I mean, you're a good, the craft that you have as an artist, as a tattoo artist, you've clearly were a good student. And when you were beginning that probably, probably like anything All the way else through, man. Yeah. Still, still trying to learn stuff in my mid forties, been tattooing for, Almost 20 years. I'm still trying to learn stuff. Yeah. And, and I say that all the time, you know, a lot of these tattooers, you know, they think they finished their apprenticeship and, and now they just, yeah, they know it all. They're pros. It's like, if you're not an apprentice for life, you ain't shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to humble yourself to being a fucking apprentice, to being able to learn new shit because it's like, you'll, you'll get good in the first three years of tattooing if, if you, you have the knack or propensity for it. But, I mean, if you're not an apprentice for life, you're just going to stay where you're at those first three years. Yeah. The rest of your career. Yeah, and that's a metaphor that's true for every part Everything. of your life. Yeah, uh, Man, that's crazy. And, that... and, and back to the number three, there was the Holy Trinity, right? Yeah, unholy trinity. And then, t- the, and then there's the unholy trinity, where if we want to look at that on, on, a, on a worldly level— I would say there's the spiritual, the political, and the financial hands. And who did Jesus, uh, Yeshua, uh, battle with the most? The moneylenders, the politicians, politicians, priests, and the priests, the scribes and Pharisees. And... um, so we break that back to, to the, the, the unholy trinity now. You have the spiritual hand, which is the Vatican. They believe that they are the dominion over uh, the people to their God, which I believe is Lucifer. Um, 
and then you have the financial hand, which is, um, I would believe, is the Zionists, uh, the Rothschild family. And then you have the uh, political hand, which would be the royal family, the monarchs, the, the, the kings and queens. And there's your unholy trinity in physical form for you guys. And if you want to know who's behind that shit and who they're linked to and why most of our presidents, almost all of them have been related to, you know, monarchs, particularly the British royal family and why all of our, you know, presidents have been seen hanging out with the fucking popes, shaking their hands and kneeling to them or why we have such close ties to the Zionist uh, people, um, well, I'd say just research all that shit and you'll start getting some answers. Gosh. Man. There's so much more I want to ask. Well, I'll have to do it for another podcast. Yeah, Especially we'll the Catholic stuff, the Vatican stuff. I, that might be the next one I want to ask you about. But thank you for having me on. I got to run and, and go see my girl. On. But... Um, uh, before I go, I wanted to pitch to your listeners. I'm releasing an album on July 1st, so uh, it'll be everywhere. July 1st, Ross Allen Worthy is the artist's name. And I'm releasing a single off of that album May 1st, so look for that on Spotify, Apple Music, and stuff. And then you can listen to my podcast, Ross Talks. It's available everywhere, and, you know, my, my Instagram's popping too, so follow me there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Thank you for hey, so Ross, this thank was you fun. For coming on Esoteric Gladiator.